The next thing Imam al-Bayhaqi mentions in the 77 branches of faith is Imam bin Malaika, belief in the angels. And in belief in the angels, he just cites it as mentioned in the above verse of the Quran. And the angels, he just cites it as mentioned in the above verse of the Quran. Faithful also the Hadith and his angels and his books and his messengers. And the Hadith and his angels and his books and his messengers. And the Hadith was the famous Hadith of Jibreel. One of the things that is part of our Iman is our Iman and the Malaika, our Iman and the angels. They are also part of the Ghaib, Iman bil Ghaib, because the angels are unseen. There are several major angels, I will speak about four of them. The first angel is Jibreel salam. He is known as Imam al-Malaika. He is the leader of the angels, sometimes he is called the archangel in Christian English. He is the most supreme angel. And he is also Mustafa, he is chosen. And he was chosen for the most ultimate job was to, to be the bearer of the final ultimate revelation, the Qur'an al-Kareem to the final ultimate Prophet Rasulullah wasallam. You can view this as this is the raison d'etre. The reason Jibreel Islam was created, this was an ultimate thing. When uh, Jibreel Islam brought a particular verse to the Prophet wasallam, he said that, Ya Rasulullah, you are rahmatan al-alameen for me. And that is a verse from the Qur'an al-Kareem in which Allah subhanahu refers to the angel Jibreel as Amin. And sometimes you will hear the statement, Jibreel Amin. And Jibreel salam told the Prophet salam that, O oh, Rasulullah, I'm so happy on this day that I brought you this revelation because I always used to be scared. Of what? It comes in a day that <coughs> the angel Jibreel was scared that he said that Iblis used to spend the company of the angels. He was allowed to be with us. He was in the angelic realm. However, he disobeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I've always been scared that maybe something might happen to me that I also may disobey Allah. But when I brought this revelation to you in which I was referred to as Amin, then I knew that if Allah ta'ala has called me in the Qur'an al-Kareem Amin, and that is the final ultimate revelation, that means in the lawful mahfuz it is written that I am Amin, that means I am safe, I am free for all of eternity. That I will be Amin, I will be the trustworthy one. That Allah Ta'ala has called me, I am worthy of giving you this amanat of the Qur'an al-Kareem. So he is the most supreme angel, the angel Jibreel. The second famous angel is the angel Israfil. Israfil will blow into some type of Aleph, it's not your jazz instrument trumpet. It's some type of sound that he will make through blowing in some type of instrument. And that sound will signal the end of time, the beginning of the whole process of the Day of Judgment. That sound is so cataclysmic, is so harmful, that Allah subhanahu wa decreed that Israfil would not be able to blow that sound as long as there is a Muslim on earth. In a day that comes that the Prophet said that the Day of Judgment, the end of this earth will not come as long as there is one believer who says, Allah, Allah. As long as there's one person with the remembrance of Allah, the belief in Allah left in his heart. This is very important for us to think that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been so merciful, that he has decreed that the mu'mineen should not even hear that sound on the Day of Judgment, or the sound of the beginning of the end, and we can have umid and hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save us from the other trials and difficulties of the whole process of Yawm al-Qiyamah. 
Another famous angel is Israel. Israel is known as the angel of death. And he has many malaika who assist him. And it is our firm belief, and this is also ghayb, it's unseen. But whenever a person passes away, literally an angel comes and takes out the soul from that person's body. Takes out the ruh from that person's jism. And the fourth angels that we all have are the kiram and katibin. Ya'lamuna ma tas'alun. They know that what you do. They have ilm about everything that you do. You have one on your right shoulder, literally. And one on your left shoulder. And perhaps these are the angels that are the closest to us. Now, most of the time, 99.9999% of the time, me and you are absolutely unaware, unthinking of this fact that we have these angels who are writing down everything that we do. But if this was also to be... <coughs> a permanent part of our iman then imagine if a person realized that every single thing I do is going to be recorded it's going to be witnessed there's going to be a testifier against me or for me on the day of judgment that itself might make a person change their behavior certainly the ultimate reason a person would change their behavior is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself is looking at them that's also obviously part of our iman but Allah subhanahu has chosen to appoint these two angels, number one. Number two, more importantly, in the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu has chosen to tell us that they're there. He could have done it, we would have never known. He has chosen to tell us in the Qur'an that I have done so. Why? That Because if our iman is strong, and our belief in that is strong, then we will feel like we are under surveillance. We will feel like we are under what? It's just one other sabab, one other way.